We all face challenges, crucibles in life, that make us or break us, and our health is often the biggest crucible we will face. This podcast is designed to help you achieve your health goals through simple, strategic, and proven methods. In every episode, we'll learn about how to overcome your health crucibles and live your best life. Hello, everybody. I'm Mary Lee Aitenhan coming to you live from the Diva Den Studios in Brentwood, Tennessee (laughs) for my podcast, Crucible. On today's podcast, we'll be talking about how mind, body, and spiritual alignment and how that affects your entire health. So we're going to um, explain with my guest how he and I have have been able to become aligned um, spiritually, physically, mentally and mind body soul so we're going to talk about three points you reap what you sow dream big and walk through those doors that opportunity opens for you Mm. so i'd like to introduce my guest um on crucible he um was on episode 11 take back your life has an amazing backstory i really encourage you to go listen to it how he lost 100 pounds quit drinking and and he i'm sure you'll hear his heart and you're going to recognize his voice you haven't seen his face yet but that is vernon davis and vernon (laughs) absolutely he's we are we are besties and i think we've only known each other two years vernon but um i guess it doesn't matter so but he has a beautiful wife nikki and three beautiful children two teenage boys and sasha and he has a licensed insurance brokerage and he's also an independent certified health coach um like me so give a nice warm welcome to vernon yay yay (laughs) we're here finally yay I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on Crucible. Uh, I remember you telling me, you know, in, in Cancun, yeah. um, when, when you was thinking about doing it and here it is and manifested in, in the real time. And, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm really just blessed to be connected to you and, oh, you, and right yeah, you and Kevin, um, <laughs> As soon as I started health coaching, I attached to you guys immediately. Your energy, mm. your uh, your zest for life is beyond uh, <laughs> attractive. So thank you. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna make me cry before we even get started. Thank you. That's super sweet. Vernon <laughs> um, and I, um, we truly are. Um, one spirit <laughs> as far as our beliefs and everything and we have the same birthday as well so we're birthday twins um but we've been talking a lot about how you need to be aligned you know with your mind body and spirit and if you ignore one of these things you do get out of alignment you can lose the weight but if you don't change your habits then you're going to gain all the weight back so if you don't change your mindset you know to change your habits then you gain the weight back um and also if god is convicting you that you need to change whatever um i had that conviction in january i'll tell my own story briefly but i was just convicted i need to go to therapy and i needed to deal with my um eating disordered mindset basically and so i've been in therapy and it's it's been extremely beneficial and um helpful and difficult all at the same time so if you're not at you know if you're not in alignment with what god 
convicts on your convicts you of then you just can't have that a hundred percent peace you know god is love and god's not gonna judge us or make our lives miserable if we're not doing every single thing you know we we stray off that path often but i want to be in god's will for my own life so um my first point was you know you reap what you sow and some people call it karma or fate and for me in my teaching career, I was always trying to sow seeds of kindness and of generosity, even though we didn't have the money to be spending. But I would always check on kids, um, their lunch accounts to make sure that they had food <laughs> and they could eat and get breakfast and lunch. You know, some of them, that was their only meals they had. And I would also scholarship um, costumes to them. And I would, uh, we always went on a trip as well as an incentive, you know, to, you know, buckle down, work hard, let's meet our goals. And then we go to a competition trip and I would always scholarship um, at least a student, probably more. Um, but I never told them. I just said, hey, we've got some money that's become available and you can go and, um, you know, but it was just my secret way of being able to bless them. Same thing with their lunch accounts. They just stayed um, you know, they maybe never didn't have money for months in there, but I made sure that they had, you know, food and stuff. So, um, I, those, those benefits have come back to Kevin and I probably a hundredfold because we've gone from bankruptcy to the point where we, we have no debt. So, and Vernon, I know you need to share about how you've just gotten your whole body in alignment as well as your mind and your intentionality. I don't want to take away your spotlight, but you know, your body is a temple. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm a really just come very, um, as organic as I can. So sitting there, uh, being very present with what you were saying, Mary Lightly, um, so many times we, we, we underestimate, um, the word alignment. And uh, we get focused on one area of our life, like we get focused on our body and we leave out our spirit. We leave out our 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 mental to that. And I I kind of correlate it or equate it to how we how we look at a car sometimes. Um, I remember being That's perfect. Um, early, early on in getting a car. Uh, my, my granddad would tell me to make sure I got the oil change, make, make sure I took care of getting um, an alignment, uh, getting the, the wheels and everything balanced. Um, but being so young, all I focused on and, and I, what I knew to make the car go was fuel. So all I would mm-hmm. do was put put gas in it. Well, that caught up to it. Sure. To that situation. <laughs> all of us. Blown <laughs> engine, right? Because I didn't get the yes. oil change. And I was sitting here doing a lot of things as far as putting fuel in it, moving it from place to place, but not maintaining the car as a whole. And the same thing happens in with us as humans we get focused on one area and we're not actually aligning the things that we need to align and something at some point something's got to give and um 
I'll just say, you know, when I started health coaching, um, I always go back to that moment because what it required out of me, out of dispersing so much energy, I got very intentional on the program with uh, learning how to fuel my body like a car. Yeah. I got very, very intentional with that. And that intention spilled over into every crevice of my life because I was so aware of what happened with my health by my own power that I was able to apply that in my family relationships, in my friend relationships, in my community relationships. And so when I started giving out that energy, that required of me something that I had wanted for so long. I wanted to be, um, I wanted to connect to impact and I wanted to inspire people just to be better, just to believe in themselves. But I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it in myself before I started getting healthy. So when I started coaching and giving out so much of my energy, it was it was a uh, a spiritual requirement that I had to go to the well and I had to go to the well. And what that means is I had I had to start getting intentional with my relationship with God. And before this, Mary Lee, I I prayed and prayed and prayed for discernment. I could never get it because I was never in alignment. I was never giving him the thing that he wanted Mm. of me to get that discernment. Yeah. So before this, the the Bible and, and the word looked like jumbled up letters to me it looked mm. and it, it and it never it never fused over into me until i surrendered and once i surrendered mm. and I, and i made that relationship intentional it the things that i wanted the peace that i wanted the contentment that i wanted was revealed to me step by step and everybody's on the same playing field when it comes to that. Like it yeah. doesn't, it's no exceptions for anyone. True. No matter, <laughs> no matter your social status, no matter your political affiliation, no matter your culture, yeah. no matter your background. Yeah. No matter where you come from, everybody's on the same playing field when it comes. I don't care if you're a pastor. I don't care yeah. if you feel like you're the biggest sinner in the world. Yeah. <laughs> We all count. Yeah. For me, I lost the weight and I, you know, um, I felt like I was healed from this eating addiction and was an emotional eater, but I never dealt with way, you know, the things that were really truly in my heart. So I, I was dealing with my head and as well as my body, but I wasn't dealing with that spirit. And that's when, you know, we were at LeBlanc, you know, for our anniversary in January, and God was just saying, all right, you've got it. It's it's time, you know, quit running away from this. I've been running away from it, you know, my whole life and went into therapy and realized, oh, 
this was caused by trauma when my dad died and it's not your fault you know so you you have all these different protectors that are trying to help you out and um i'm not going to get into that because it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole nother thing but i just realized that even though my spirit was willing and you know my heart was just like you i just finally it's like all right i'm gonna look at all the ugly stuff that's in you know my closet and all those skeletons mm -hmm. and i've been digging them out and it's been um hurtful <laughs> and it's been hard for me to believe myself mm -hmm. but it's been extremely healing so absolutely absolutely yeah. i i I have to believe um, that when we go through a traumatic experience, um, we are we are for, forever changed by those moments, and we attach a, an emotion to that moment, and yeah. that emo that emotion um, and that feeling that we attach to that it um, it it becomes a a place of like getting burnt on a stove like yeah <laughs> once, once once that happens <laughs> you know not to do that again like you know yeah. not to touch that again because you know the feeling that is going to uh come as a result and so yeah. where we get to our to to in life is we we try to avoid ever experiencing that kind of pain again. And so we set up these, we set up these walls and these walls are what keep us from connecting to, to an understanding to getting past that moment. Yeah. From getting, from getting past those experiences and where we are afraid of being transparent afraid of getting very vulnerable with our feelings and revealing those things we're not able to really heal from those moments and it requires yeah. a intentional effort to deal with that it requires a um a special energy to say that I'm going to take a look at this moment, this period, this traumatic instance that happened yeah. in my life, and I'm going, I'm, I'm going to dissect it for what it is. And I think it's huge that you're sharing about <laughs> engaging in therapy because yeah. we've in society attached the stigma to that. Yeah. And yeah. Especially. Yeah. yeah. And, and and when we when we really get to the core of things, like we all need um therapy. We all need a coach. We yeah. all need a community. True. Because every bit all of those three all of those three entities are relational. And at the core of who we are, we we need relationships, and 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 it's it's somebody who can not qualify your feelings, but it's somebody that you can reach out to, and somebody who can let you know that you're not alone, that yeah. you that you matter, and that there are safe spaces for you to connect to. 
for no other reason. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it was more than just praying about it and being aligned spiritually in the sense that, you know, I'm seeking God, I'm seeking, you know, wisdom. I just needed a third party. You know, my husband knows my story. My family knows my story. And they're always there to encourage me. But I needed that third party that was just, that didn't know me, that knew everything there was about, you know, um, basically psychology, you know, study of the brain, etc. You know, and this guy's, and he's a spiritual, he's kind of like my spiritual leader too. So a spiritual guide. And mm-hmm. so that's been like a double blessing. So, um, but Vernon, I want you to share about all the, the charities and the things that, all the doors i know we're going to talk about opening doors later and but maybe this is too soon so um that you've just been able to delve yourself into in your community and because that to me is you know you're sowing all those seeds and you've sown a lot of them already but you know um you're reaping the rewards now i'm singing in Um, your football team yeah (laughs) so um so one thing you know what's been so beautiful about the community that we belong to mary lee is uh the encouragement the support the self-development um and um through that self-development um one thing that keeps me from um going back into uh places of old habits is staying engaged with being a servant and so absolutely yeah and so i stay in action and when i stay in action that keeps me from being in 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 pockets of disappointment because Mm. when i'm when i'm serving somebody and i'm serving the serving uh them from the heart then um I don't I don't stay stuck in places of being comfortable and I don't stay stuck in places of where I can have my confidence shot out from under me. Yeah. And so and so I keep those I keep those things um just being engaged with other people. And I've never met anybody to date. I've never met anybody who if if I offer a service to them, if I if I offer help to them, I haven't met many people that turn down getting help. Yeah, and, very true. And that's where we can all really be effective in our communities and and in this world. And if we create that chain, it becomes an energy. So yeah, um, yeah. So that that's why. I did, that's why I do that. And, and, and all of that, you know, I knew how to be a human before I knew how to be a servant before, but like you said, um, you know, when you was teaching, like you was doing a lot of things, a lot of good things behind the scenes for these students that they had no idea where these blessings (laughs) were coming from. Yeah. They didn't even know it was paid, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. the the uniforms the trips Mm -hmm. and and the difference the difference now of of course and and what i see especially with you and kevin is even with being giving and even with being servants 
we can make those actions more intentional and make those actions go directly where we want them to go to um to really be efficient about what we're doing and in turn you're going to get blessed from it like that that's not what you're expecting from it you're grateful just to be able to serve but yeah (laughs) that uh those those things where you fate uh and and what did you say karma karma yeah yeah <laughs> it's going to come back to you and right in some both form. good and bad yeah. yeah yeah so um you know you you create the energy that you want to come back to you you create yeah. it and the and the and the more intentional you get with that the more intentional is going to come back to you. And we don't realize sometimes the power that we possess by the way we think, by the energy, by the people that we, mm-hmm. the energy that you put out is, is, is what you're attracting. You're either attracting mm-hmm. somebody who wants to, to aspire to the type of life and peace that you're living, or you, or you're either attracting somebody who is um, somebody who has negative energy, somebody who yeah. has a, a, a dark disposition about yeah. life, and you create that. It's yeah. no different than what you do on social media. You know, I see so many people on social media say, I'm taking a break from social media. I'm taking a break from Facebook, Instagram. All I have is people on here that complain and do like yeah my social media don't look like that no <laughs> my, my my energy the people that i'm connected to don't look like that and i'm not yeah. saying there's not going to be some hard days i'm not i'm not saying there's not going to be some moments where you dip down in the gutter but you don't sit there like like um megan valentine says you don't yeah. sit there and paint that gutter. You uh, you yeah. don't sit there in those moments and get comfort comfortable in despair. Yeah, so true. And I I guess coming from a farm background, I think of a pig, you know, wallowing in mud, <laughs> and that's that's always my first thought, you know. Um, and one thing I've learned through our program is that you just I have purposely and intentionally um, gone through some seasons with friendships that I've just let go because they are not positive. You know, they're not um, creating energy. Like you said, they're sucking me dry and negative and it's, you know, it's just a big downer. And I've, by those first two years, I realized really quickly that to keep my head in my, you know, the right place that, yeah, I've just let them go. And yeah, amazingly nobody's ever called me and said hey how come we aren't going out to lunch anymore you know so i figure i was probably not that much of a friend to them anyway or didn't mean that much so which, which is fine i don't care no you know, so. i mean um we have to create we have to create our boundaries and our yeah. boundaries um perspective is everything so you know we talked yesterday to prep up for this mary lee and I, yeah I, I told you i watched just recently watched atlas of the heart with Brene yeah. Brown. And so many times we're thinking um, about 
when we decide to take control of our life and it immediately we start creating these boundaries and what happens is our 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 flesh perspective tells us that we are cutting people off and it's it's bad in the sense right. of loyalty right but the but the but if you don't have loyalty and you don't have honor to yourself first you right. are not it, you it's impossible to have honor and loyalty to somebody else because we have to know that when we are leveling up and we're taking control of our life that it is creating a uncomfortable moment for you it's creating an uncomfortable moment for that person because they're having to think about what they could do in their life in order to take control and and gain peace gain contentment gain a a spiritual elevation and i look at it i look at the analogy like a riptide like if you're in a riptide in the ocean and you're trying and you want to save somebody else right and one of (laughs) one of my clients said this to me like you can't both exist in the riptide and help one another (laughs) yeah it's pretty impossible some somebody's got to swim out of that riptide somebody's got to be elevated yeah and if that and if you are aware of your situation you're aware that you're drowning then you have to save yourself if you're on an airplane what do they tell you yeah put on your (laughs) you gotta put on your mask first before you help anybody else around you yeah one of my clients told me that i was like that's the, the most beautiful analogy I've ever, ever heard. Yeah. So often we want to act and start helping somebody before mm-hmm. we even help ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 100%, all of it. Um, part of our inten- intentionality also goes to our dreams and, you know, dreaming big because I think if you don't set – if you don't set your goals high enough, then, you know, you'll achieve them or whatever, and then maybe stagnate. So that's one thing as well that I've learned in this program, right? I even told you after I met you, I was like, Vernon, you got to dream bigger (laughs) because the possibilities of ways that we can bless people is just astronomical within, you know, just being a health coach, um, Mm -hmm. giving people life back, um, getting them out of the bondage of just, you know, gluttony, basically, and and just getting out of that, you know, being sucked down into the into the mud. But um, one of the things that we we have done, as well as you guys, is we've done this dream napkin. And I think the first weekend that we met, that was like the final culminating um, experience was to sit down with a napkin and it comes straight from Dan Valentine and Megan Valentine and they had a date and they were out and they wrote on a cocktail uh, napkin, you know, all the things that they wanted to achieve. And lo and behold, just by doing that, by writing it down, um, you know, <laughs> they achieved all those things in, in, in a record time. I think they thought this would be a year. And I thought, gosh, that's amazing. And so I had completely lost my dream factor basically you know it's like how do we dream bigger than what we're doing you know and um kevin and i sat down uh, this was 
probably four years ago. And we did one of those dream dream napkins. Well, within a year of doing it, we had accomplished all those things. And it wasn't something like we looked at daily. We literally went back. We kind of do it on our anniversary because it's January 2nd. And we went back and looked at that dream napkin. And we're like, oh, my gosh, look at this. Kevin, we've done We've literally done, you know, the whole entire napkin. And um, so when we got together for that weekend for Awaken, you know, that was, we did a whole new set of um, goals. And I think Kevin and I have met all of those as well. And so it's just, it's just amazing. You know, you set that intentionality and, and unconsciously, you know, we're thinking about it and we're, we're heading, you know, towards that, that future so we can, you know, bless other people. So, mm, mm, unreal. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting here. I remember the first time uh, we came to your house uh, yeah. for awaken, and I remember just being in awe of everybody in the community. Oh um, yeah, and and being there, and and just um, me, myself, and you and Kevin and Nikki got to have some conversations and yeah the the power of intention we take it for granted we take yeah. it, we we take that for granted and we take dreaming big just in 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 that moment being in, in your house and those those small conversations that we had um I told you, Mary Lee, like between that and the conversations, like my emotions couldn't take anymore. So uh, we went. You were wound tight. (laughs) And that was. We went back home. We had health assessment after health assessment. And we had never thought like that before we got around people like you, like Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and we started our dream napkins and and uh, of course drew and jana had already mm-hmm. uh, you know discussed with us about starting our storyboards and yeah. our storyboards you know it's time to get new storyboards and we just started those two years ago and i see some of those some of those are vision boards i see yeah. some of those or those are complete now like and such a such a quick span and how many times in life do we um we sit with these dreams and these things in our head and we never get them out to paper we never take something as simple as a pen and a paper exactly and put them down and start to align some action to actually achieving those and the conversations that we've had with you and Kevin about how you think and the things you've been able to manifest with your life, with your, with your children. Yeah. Grandchildren, grandchildren. Had I not said yes to this program and I almost didn't, had me I too. Not said, <laughs> me had too. I not, had I not said yes, I wouldn't get to be around people like you, like like our community. Yeah, um, thank you. And vice it, versa. It's blessed us. It's blessed us. We we call them we call them dream nights now. Ah, uh, that's early. great. 
Yeah, where we go out, we take we take our pen, we get a napkin, we start talking. When I tell you intention and dreaming big uh, are so underestimated, it's yeah, it, it, it's you know it's no words to describe it. We sit there and it's the best date nights that me yeah. and Nikki have. <laughs> exactly, yeah. we're, we're sitting there planning our dreams and putting those into action now. Not wait until sixty five till retirement. Right. Not yeah. wait until later on. Like doing that right now and watching things fall off the vision board. Reticular That's activation awesome. system. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like when you want to buy a red, I don't know, Lamborghini, all of a sudden you notice red Lamborghinis everywhere you drive. And that's that part of our brain that <clears throat> remembers all those, you know, those things and dreams and items and whatever it is, you know, blessings that you want to be able to give to other people. So mm. um, I think another aspect, and this is kind of our third point of people are often given those opportunities in life, but they never open the door because they settle for, and then fill in the blank. They settle for comfort. They settle for, okay, this is a financially stable job. You know, um, they settle for whatever, you know, and I think that's one of the things that Kevin and I have tried to always do. He's been promoted like to six different companies. I followed his career. We've moved 11 or 12 times and we've moved to, you know, I was in six different school districts, amazingly throughout all those moves, but I was always able to get a job. And I walked through the door very, you know, I always viewed it as, okay, if I get the job, then this is God's will for me. Then this is where I need to be. And if I don't get the job, then I haven't found the right place. And inevitably, I'd be drawn to whatever, you know, I'd look up what they, the school believed, you know, what were their core beliefs as teachers. And then that would, you know, that always bleeds back through to what people believe, I believe, spiritually. And so I would, you know head for those schools and sure enough you know i get hired and my life but i walked through the door with fear but you know as tia wood always says kick fear in the face and just you know just do it and god gave me the grace you know and the knowledge and to know what to do in those situations but again more people that i knew or had not known that i got to know it's all relationships you know, relationships and was able to bless then a whole different set of people. And I still hear from all those students from, from Kansas. We moved to um, Greenville, South Carolina. We moved to from Geneva, Nebraska to South Carolina, back to Geneva, you know, to Kansas and then to here in Tennessee. And, um, and I finished my career in a fabulous job situation, but I was able because of our finances and what Kevin's done, to help us succeed financially um, and to provide for our family, I was able to quit teaching at age 55. And what a blessing, you know, it wasn't a hardship. My kids were having babies. I was able to be at every one of their births, you know, spend a week with them and I cook, you know, and I've been back for almost all of their birthdays, not all of them, but, um, but we certainly try, you know, to have that, um, tenacity, you know, to keep going, to have the, my mom always called it stug or guts, you know, spilled backwards 
to, you know, to just not to achieve, but just to hang in there and do what is right. You know, again, what God is convicting us of in helping others. And I wouldn't have known about the dream neck and had it not been for Dan and, you know, Megan Valentine. <laughs> so yeah. again, it all kind of ties back to our community and, and how God is the center of that community. Um, even though we're not touted to be a Christian company, the people we deal with are, are truly believers that want the best for, you know, for you and for our own lives. So that's incredibly awesome. I do. You said to me yesterday that God has ordained you to do this. And I wrote that down. I thought, Mm -hmm. I believe, I believe that for myself too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, where you say, where, where you said that a lot of times we see opportunities out here and we, we sit in comfort. We, we we set in um you know just existing yeah and 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 we become complacent in life yeah and yeah and we have opportunity after opportunity um you know i'm i was third generation working for uh one of the biggest and best aluminum producers Mm -hmm. in the world uh, a highly sought after job uh, that, yeah. you know, they all only offer employment it, like every maybe 10, 15 years because not no hardly any turnover because it's such a good job. Yeah. With good pay. Um, and so. When I started health coaching, it connected me to a a mindset to a community and the community um this community is so driven um and so many contenders at at every level it's a safe space whether you're you you are a believer or you are not a believer um it is a safe space uh that includes all because at yeah. the end of it we 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 all um our commission is to love people. But, Absolutely. But, yeah. But God opening doors. When God opened the door to health coaching, I immediately gravitated to you and Kevin. Hmm. And one th- and, and 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 one thing that that always stands out is when Kevin told you you were helping a lot of people and you're still helping a lot of people, Mary Mary Lee, and you, you know, um, of course, you and Kevin play different roles in in, yeah. in in this business, but you're out there, you're helping people, and uh, you you let love lead the way. And Kevin, I remember him, uh, you know, pulling you aside and said, "Mary Lee, do you realize you're making more than um, what you double?" Yeah. <laughs> Double or what you were yeah. making while you were teaching, and right. even the, even though you were being a vessel as a teacher, and you yeah still serving yeah yeah so much like we as humans underestimate our capacity, yeah we underestimate how we can be used, how we can how the the full capacity of our potential so when he pulled you aside and he told you that 
it almost made me mad at first because I was thinking, oh my gosh, I spent so many hours at school, you know, and got maybe four weeks off here in Tennessee and had camps and recruiting camps and planned a camp for my own students, you know, to learn all their stuff for the year. I was just like, I was flabbergasted because I thought, I killed myself doing that job, <laughs> you know, and I thought, this is fun. This is, this is, you know, easy peasy compared to, you know, what I was doing. And, um, yeah, it, that was a huge eye-opening moment for both of us. And I think yeah. I was six months into coaching. Yeah. So, so, so when I, when I heard that, and I know you guys, like, I know that money is not a driver for you. That no, is just yeah. a reflection of the impact that you're making. And even though you're operating, uh, when you were operating as um, as a teacher and you you were impacting a lot of lives, like um, I think, you know, of course, when we say this is easy, it's it's hard work to it. It's a hard True. work element yeah. to it. Mm -hmm. But the the amount of energy that you get back from what you're doing because you're 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 maximizing your capabilities you're maximizing your potential and into your purpose like yeah. your purpose is being able to fully be utilized where yeah. as before as a teacher you're not maybe not able to fully utilize yeah. your purpose and now you're creating impact on top of impact, helping other people build their businesses, helping people discover optimal health. Yeah. Uh, helping people to just awaken to being, yeah, having a mindset of abundance. So, um, yeah, unreal. Well, you too. I mean, I can go on and on because I, I'm inspired every day by what you either text me or. <laughs> Or what we're talking about, or, you know, just seeing your posts, it's like, oh, Vernon, that was, that was gold. That was amazing, you know, and I always try to comment back and encourage you as well, because you're such a huge encourager to, to me as well as to Kevin, you know, and Nikki as well. So it's kind of like, you know, that love goes, you know, both ways and admiration. So I just really appreciate you being on today on Crucible and, um, I hope that we just inspired some people to, you know, you can break those glass ceilings and, you know, you can achieve whatever it is that you set your mind to, you know, achieve. And um, so maybe drink bigger and, and take the risk and, and give back to others because once you, you know, sow those seeds of love and kindness and goodness, you know, they do come back to you full fold. So. Absolutely. I'll, I'll just say uh, if if there's anybody that's watching this podcast that uh, has let a um, a moment, a traumatic moment in their life, uh, keep them from dreaming big yeah. and uh, and really thinking outside of what what you initially think is capable of you. Um, yeah. One one book that I read, and he's an author uh, out of Nashville. Uh, his name's uh, Harris the Third. The Wonder Switch. The Wonder oh yeah. Switch is is mm -hmm. an amazing book that um, really will 
change your mindset. So uh, it's something that I always tell clients about and coaches. And uh, it's it was instrumental into allowing allowing me to believe in dream bigger. bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. all I got. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And if you are ready to change your health um, in any way aspect, um, you can reach me at crucible.com. So thank you so much, everybody. And love you, Vernon. And I appreciate all the sweet things you said. Thank you for having me. This income testimonial is not representative of the average earnings that coaches achieve with Optavia. Only a very small number of coaches will achieve income that is within the range of this testimonial. Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results only from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Please see the Optavia Income Disclosure Statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. In a clinical study, the group on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan lost 10 times more weight than the self-directed group. Average weight loss for clients on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds. References include Dr. A's Habits of Health book by Wayne Scott Anderson, Your Life book by Wayne Scott Anderson, The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership by Jim Diethmer, Diana Chapman, and Kaylee Warner-Klemp, Lifelong Transformation, One Healthy Habit at a Time, Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan, Optimal Weight 3-in-3 plan, Optavia, The Four Components of Our System, Optavia Coach, The Habits of Health Transformational System, Your Life Book by Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson.